But turn to John chapter 3 tonight. And I'm going to just speak for a few minutes on the greatest gift there ever was. Amen. And uh, we talk about, Michelle was talking about a while ago about gifts and everything. And let me say before I get started, I've got this on my mind, presence. And you know, if we think about it, why do we even spend money on each other? I mean, it's, it's Christ's birthday. And, and the one person we're supposed to celebrate, we, we take for granted. We don't even celebrate them. We're too busy into each other. We'll spend thousands among thousands of dollars uh, every year and get ourselves so far in debt and then spend the rest of the year trying to get out of debt for what we spent at Christmas when... It, it's not even about that. It's about the, the greatest gift. Can you imagine living in paradise, the, the most perfect place on, on this earth, and then one day having your father said, Son, I want you to go and become the living sacrifice for my children. The only way that my children, the only way that they can spend eternity up here is they have to have the ultimate, the greatest sacrifice. And, it, you know, you read, the, you read the Old Testament all you want to and you talk about the blood of goats and, and sacrifices and different things, different sacrifices. That wasn't going to save us anymore. But he had to come down from the splendors of heaven and, and sacrifice his whole life up there to live. And, you know, I've heard a lot of people say, well, he had it made on earth. He, he was rich. No, he didn't. First of all, if you, you know, again, read your Bible. He was born in a manger. There was no room for him anywhere. And he was out there with the, with the animals. And he, um, he went, how long was it, preached 40 days? And, and, you know, and didn't eat and, and stuff. And the devil came and tempted him, you know. And uh, he, he, it's funny, the devil offered him everything, but he had everything. He was the one that made everything. <laughs> and... Uh, but to me, this is three of the greatest verses that has ever been. You know, this, this should be our whole, if we don't know any other scripture in the Bible, we ought to know these three verses right here. John chapter 3, verses 15, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Man, if you just think about that. He gave His only, His only begotten Son. And to see, if you read, I, I challenge you. We're in the book of Isaiah in Sunday school. And man, it's some... It's some good stuff in there. and um, But I challenge you sometime, if you've never read it, go read Isaiah chapter 53. 
it, it's a, it, it paints a good picture of what Jesus went through. I mean, we, we movies or pictures or nothing gives it justice. I mean, you know, uh, I know, uh, I'm sure just about every one of us in here has seen that movie, The Passion of the Christ, at some point. And as, as much as, as that movie portrayed, it still don't do it justice. I mean, they beat him like no other man has ever been beat uh, in, in his life. And you know what? A normal man, myself, Brother Reed, Brother Jimmy, Brother H.C., any of us, we would have never made it to the cross. We would have died before we even got to the cross. But he, he stayed alive. And you know, he could have called legions of angels, ten thousands of angels at any time. But he, he didn't. I mean, he, he kept, not a word was uttered except for when he got on the cross. There were seven sayings on the cross. And one of them was, Father, forgive them. And like we was talking about in Sunday school this morning, can you just fathom for one minute, uh, he, when he said forgive them, and he, he, he uttered those words, it is finished, talking about God's plan, and God's work had, had been complete. You know, he wasn't talking about the Roman soldiers. He wasn't only talking about them. He wasn't talking about the crowd there that was hollering crucify him. But he had all of us in mind way before we were even born. I mean, can, can you imagine that? And, and he, years, years ago, he, uh, he had us. He knew what we were going to be like. And the only way for us to have any kind of atonement is that we had to have the perfect sacrifice. And he came down on this earth. The greatest gift that was ever, ever given was, was him sending his son down here to be the perfect sacrifice. And I mean, if we're not even worthy. I mean, you think about it. I'm, we ought to be so ashamed, Brother H.C. I mean, we're not even worthy. We're not, all of us deserve hell tonight. But thank God we can come to a place like this and see a great play like this morning, hear a great message that was pre. Worship the Lord, feel the Lord in this place. I tell you the truth, the last two or three weeks, I have felt the Lord in this place. And I mean, you, you walk in and it's like, um, like, well, it's like Brother Jimmy said this morning, you ought to want to come to church. You, you, you ought to, and I look forward to it. I can't wait till Sundays and Wednesdays. And, um, but just to think about what he done for us, the greatest sacrifice ever, ever to be known, Verse 17, for God sent not his son into, into this world to, to condemn the world. We're already condemned. He didn't, he didn't condemn us, but that the world through him might be saved. Greatest gift ever is the gift of salvation. 
That's, that's the greatest gift that anybody can receive. I, I was telling Michelle, and Brother Reed, if you want to edit this part out, you can, but uh, I was telling Michelle on the way home that we had a lot of visitors here this morning, and it was good to see. And, and with the presence of the Lord being that thick and the type of message that was preached this morning, I hope somebody's heart got touched this morning. I hope somebody, because usually when you have a crowd that big, it's, it's usually somebody that might not be saved. And I hope that, you know, I hope they don't get no rest or no peace until they come to the knowledge, saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, because that's the best gift that you could receive, not only for Christmas, but anytime. The gift of salvation not have to, can you imagine, we, we've been studying in Sunday school about how God's going to come back and destroy this earth. For one thing, can you imagine being left behind and having to go through the tribulation? How, how bad that's going to be. But then we're all going to come back with the Lord. The Lord's going to come back and He's going to wipe everybody out. Ain't that what it, carcasses are going to be laid out everywhere, isn't it? And uh, I mean, it's going to be so much blood that it, it, it will cover the mountains. It's going to be bad. But for his people, the new heavens and the new earth are going to come down. And we're going to live in paradise, Brother H.C. It's going to be, it's going to be beautiful. It's, it's going to be like starting all over again. And it's, but God's going to wipe away all tears. And He's going to wipe away all fear. He's going to take away any pain. There will be no more blindness, no more deafness, no more lameness. We won't need any oxygen. We won't need any eyeglasses. We won't need no walking canes. We won't need anything up there. Me and Brother Jimmy are going to take off running. We're going to see who wins the race. Brother H.C., you can join us too if you want to. <laughs> but ain't that, ain't that just going to be... But it, it had to take the perfect sacrifice for that to be able to happen. If, if Jesus Christ did not come down on this earth and born from a virgin as a baby lived on this earth for 33 and a half years, sinless years. And, the, you know, I know a lot of his life is not recorded in the Bible. We don't know the reason why. God, God chose not to record all of his life in the Bible. That's okay. We know what he done the last three and a half years. And that's all that matters. And all that matters, too, is his last few days on this earth. And even if he had went to the cross and he had died on the cross, if that would have been in, that still wouldn't have, wouldn't have saved us. Thank God three days later, he rose again. And now, since he arose, Miss Teresa, we can rise. We can ascend. And we've got a place that we can go to won't be no more death, Brother Jimmy. Won't be no more sorrow. 
We want no more agony, no, no more pain in our hearts, no more stress. Amen. And we read about this morning in Sunday school, the lion will not be present. You know what the lion represents, right? Represents the devil. Because it says the devil is like a roaring lion. Well, the devil won't be up there. He'll be gone. He'll be cast in his place with his demons and his angels. And we can live forever rejoicing. I mean, I might. It's the greatest sacrifice that ever was for the greatest gift ever was, salvation. It's a free gift. We, we don't have to do anything to earn it. We can't earn it. I don't care how much works you do. You can't earn salvation. You cannot earn. Uh, me and Michelle was talking about the other day uh, about some of these religions that believe that the more works you do, it'll, it'll get you into heaven. You know, you have to do. I don't care how many works you do. I don't care how much you do. Our works is... Our righteousness is of filthy rags. We can't do enough good works. It takes the ultimate sacrifice through Jesus Christ. We have to accept Him, believe that He came down on this earth, born as a baby, died on the cross, and rose again the third day, and accept Him in our heart. Ain't that? Can you imagine... Brother Reed, can you imagine if you had a son, he, he was your only son, and you gave him up to say, we were all doomed. We were all fixing to die. And the only way that we could all live is for you to give up your son, for, for him to die in our place. Wouldn't that be? Wouldn't, I, I can't imagine either. I couldn't imagine having to give up them two boys right there or one of them. And, and, and I mean, it's just, but that's what God did for us because He loved us so much. For God so loved the world. He didn't, it didn't say in here, for God so loved a certain amount of people. It said, for God so loved the world. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It's a whosoever salvation. These people that, these preachers and these people that say, well, it's just a certain amount of people that can get saved, they don't know their Bible. Right. Whosoever, it's a whosoever. He died for the whole world. He died for Reedsville, North Carolina, but he died for Africa. He died for Germany. He died for everybody in this world. All you have to do is accept Him as your Lord and Savior. It's real simple. It's, it's the most simple out of any gift that can be given. It's the most simple one. Just, just trust, believe, have that faith. And it's just, it's amazing sometimes. Verse 18, He that believeth on Him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. We're already condemned. We were born 
into condemnation. We were born into sin. Our only way, our only hope of making it to heaven is having Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And if we don't accept Him, then we are condemned for life. And, and I know I'm you know, talking to the choir tonight, but it's our responsibility to go out and to tell this world what Jesus Christ has done for us and what He can do for them. Because we are the only Bible. Some, people, some of these kids in here, it's just, I, I know I talk about it a lot, but I, I am just, it's amazing to me the work that y'all do with these kids here. And I don't know how many, but I, I, I expect it was what, 30, 30 kids or, or maybe more this morning? 23? Yeah. I mean, it's just, just awesome. And to see them participate and up here of all colors. And, you know, color ain't going to matter when we get to heaven. There ain't, there ain't but one color that matters, and that's red. We're going to be all covered by the blood. That's all, that's all that matters. And to see, to see these young people up here doing something and, and participating and, and, and knowing the background that some of these kids come from, it's a blessing. And, and it's our job. I mean, you know, Miss Chris, that has part in this, y'all going to receive an award. Y'all going to have something to lay at Jesus' feet. And you don't know the impact. One of these days, one of these kids could come up to you and say, Hey, Miss Chrissy, just want to let you know I got saved. I'm such and such at the church now. And I'm, I mean, wouldn't that be awesome? That, that could be the biggest blessing you will ever receive. And it's all because you took the time with these, these kids need somebody. They need somebody for guidance, to love, and to tell them what Jesus Christ has done for them. And um, it's the greatest gift, the greatest gift that, and when we celebrate Christmas, I know every one of y'all have heard this message over and over again, and nobody can preach it any better than that man right there. But I'm going to tell you, when we celebrate Christmas, let's really celebrate it this year. Celebrate what the true meaning of Christmas is all about. The greatest gift ever given.